0: But now let's go to our guest, Brandon Robinson, senior writer for Basketball Society Online. And if you're a gamer, you may have also seen him, or at least the digital version of Brandon Robinson in NBA 2K. How you doing, sir?
2: Man, what's going on, brother?
0: Glad, Glad to have you. We're doing well. Great Monday. How's your Monday going?
2: So far, so good. I spent some time with a very special, special in Pennsylvania, did a lot of different things, hung out, spent some time with family and friends, and I actually moderated a panel in Camden, New Jersey, which is across the bridge from Philadelphia, um, for a, a movie that will be coming out on Netflix pretty soon. So, productive and restful weekend, and I lost about $10 in a penny slot, so uh, I'm good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you've ascended kind of quickly as a uh, NBA insider guy who's been um, breaking some news as of late. Um, how did you... Get into that, and how'd you make that rise pretty quickly? Before we get into some Pelican stuff,
2: prayer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'll, be, I'll be very frank with you, man. Um uh, that I've risen uh, quickly. Uh, I, I'll say that the last nine months has been special. Uh, for those who are listening, um, I am Brandon Scoop Robinson. Post Scoop, bigger podcast, three point five million streams on my podcast last year. I have a podcast, Google Play, two and that's Stitcher Spotify. Uh, I reported about LeBron James Space Jam back in July, uh, and actually reported that LeBron would be making his announcement uh, with Space Jam, um, and both his uninterrupted platform, as well as um, just all of that intellectual property. The the move kind of changed a little bit based upon what I was reporting. Um, I'm told, but there's some other things that I've I've, I've written about the book and that have come true, particularly, um, you know, the Lakers' trade with the For business at the trade deadline, I had a few hours before it dropped. I had Dennis Smith uh, being traded to the New York Knicks uh, along with uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. and others uh, on January 15th or 16th. The trade was commenced on January 28th, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm not really new. I started with the NBA uh, at 12 years old. I had a radio show with the Nets when I was a kid. Uh, It was called Net Slam and Planet. I co-hosted with Net's legend, Albert King, radio personality, uh, Evan Robertson. Uh, I was featured on NBA Inside Stuff, so I was on there during the Mara my, my Rashad Ever-Haze. And I mean, God's been good to me, man, but I've been putting in the work. Uh, people are just now catching on, and I've had stops at CBS, The Source Magazine, and a myriad of other places. So I'm, I'm glad my the size of my head from being a skinny kid at 12 has caught up with a three year old version of me, and uh, <laughs> I found my way on your show today.
0: I'm Ooh, glad to have radio. you. Um, first, I want to touch on this. Um, Pelicans obviously the the regular season is over. We're eliminated from playoff contention. Thirty-one and forty-four, sitting ninth in the lottery standings, a game behind the Wizards in the lost column, two mm-hmm. games behind the Mavs and the Grizzlies. Do you see an opportunity looking at these last couple of weeks for the Pelicans to possibly move up from ninth to maybe even seventh or sixth? Because right now they got a twenty percent chance of getting in the top four if they get up past Dallas, Memphis, and, and Washington, that goes up to 37.4%. Do you see that possible um, looking at the end of this season? The Pelicans have a pretty tough schedule.
2: i put it like this. Um, I, I, I've seen reports that the Pelicans have considered shutting down through holiday for the rest of the season. I bet you an oyster, an oyster pole boy at Mother's uh, <laughs> that uh, if they actually let him stay and, and produce, uh, I think that he could and the Pelicans could give some people in the Western Conference fits because Drew Holiday is a passionate professional and he wants to play. Um, you've seen that the Pelicans have put Anthony Davis on a minute's restriction post the trade deadline. and um, I, I do think that they're I, I say all that to say this. I don't think it's possible, but I do think if they, those guys were to go hard at the end of the season, they could make a run. I don't know that it's going to happen because they want to protect the best interests of guys that may be traded once – Uh, you know, certain assets are moved and certain uh, new front office people are there. I think that this is a soft version of tanking where basically you want to protect your assets for the offseason and the big summer free agency frenzy.
0: Well, you're looking at at the AD trade packages that are available. It seems like there's been some shift in sentiment over the last few weeks because the Lakers obviously are impacted by Brandon Ingram's blood clot, even though the prognosis for him is great. That certainly impacts the way their package is going to be viewed if he's included in that. Would L.A. at this point, even though they're not making the playoffs so that improves their draft choice, would, would if they wanted to make that a deal for A.D. this offseason, and I still don't think that the Pelicans have completely ruled the Lakers out. If, they, if that's the best deal, they're oh, going sure. to get the best deal. But, I, I, I yeah, do the Lakers have to get a third team involved in order to make this deal? Well, you know, you, you two
2: things. One, um... No, the, the Pelicans have not ruled out um, the possibility of still um, trying to get or, or shipping Anthony Davis to the Los Angeles Lakers. What I can tell you though is, because of the Pelicans and Lakers not able to strike a deal, um, that gives the Boston uh, the Boston Celtics uh, a viable window to do so. You know, and, and any trade that, that, that the Celtics uh, have with the Pelicans would happen, Jason Tate and Marcus Smart, and others. Now, when you look at the Lakers situation um, with the Pelicans, I was reporting, and for those who are listening, um, I I was on the forefront in October of talking about how the Lakers and the Pelicans, the Lakers, were going to make a move um, to ship Anthony or to get Anthony Davis by the NBA's trade deadline, rather than waiting when he was a free agent. The Orlando Magic was a viable option, and you look at the summer. Nikola Vucevic, big man with the Orlando Magic, is a guy that's going to be coveted. Why not try to commence a sign and trade uh, with Vucevic? And with the Orlando Magic on that side, um, you look at Lonzo Ball in that situation. The Orlando Magic could have used a viable point guard this season uh, because it was shaky. You like De- I like DJ Augustine, but he's no, but he's more of a, a role player, not a starting mm-hmm. point guard uh, with the team. Jeremy Lin was also a person of, of interest during this season for the Magic. You look at that situation. You also look at the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns are looking to fill. You know, there were other guys on the board that were interested. Uh, and, and, and trying to make some moves with the Phoenix Suns because they have tradable assets that are interesting. If they're a young team on the rise that will be a lot of team this summer. If the Lakers are smart, they try to look at Phoenix, they try to look at Orlando uh, as, a, as a third trade option with the Pelicans if they really want Anthony Davis.
0: Yeah, because TJ Warren is a really attractive piece, and there are Pelicans fans who have certainly coveted him out of Phoenix because that small forward position is the most important position for the Pelicans to fill in this offseason. There aren't a lot available, and of course that's why Jason Tatum has been so attractive. But Tatum has kind of fallen off as of late with his play. Does that make it more likely or less likely for Boston, you think, to part with him?
2: I think that you have to look at it deeper than just Jason Tatum not being effective. You also have to look at some of all parts. Uh, the Boston Celtics have Kyrie Irving, who could move on. Um, you know, him being from uh, a native of West Orange, New Jersey, a stone's throw from Manhattan and Brooklyn. Um, you can see the skyline from West Orange, New Jersey. But you know, the Knicks is are a team that he could consider. I don't. I have not spoken any, to anyone in Kyrie Irving's camp about that. People who have I have spoken to have said keeps his thoughts close to his best. But when you look at the Jason Tatum thing, okay, say you trade Jason Tatum for Anthony Davis, and then Scooby you do Kyrie Irving, you kind of stuff.
0: Right. You haven't improved your so, position, really.
2: Exactly. Now, I can tell you this. I had NBA insider Chris Sheridan on the Scoopy Radio podcast uh, in, the, in, in the late stages of last year, and he said, you know, uh, Danny Ainge is a guy that legitimately has coveted Anthony Davis since his days at Kentucky. That's high praise uh, for Danny Ainge, uh, the multiple uh, NBA champion, now in the front office with the Boston Celtics. But, you know, when, when you look at just um, what Jason Tatum brings, I mean, he did carry that Boston Celtics team to seven games uh, in the NBA Eastern Conference Finals uh, against LeBron James without Kyrie Irving and more. And I think that that Boston Celtics team kind of reminds me of, like, the Portland Trailblazers of the early 2000s. You have a ton of talent, but everybody doesn't know how to to kind of meld or weld that talent together. Um, and, and, and so you think Chip J- Jason Tatum for Anthony Davis is it's definitely a, 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 a crapshoot, but uh, Jason Tatum is a multiple, excuse me, Anthony Davis is a multiple-time uh, NBA All-Star. And Sometimes you got to take risks to, to get that reward. So I, I think that Boston and L.A., as I've reported all along, are, are the two teams, the Lakers and the, and, and the Celtics, are two teams that are interested. But I think the fact, Lakers call the Pelicans a bluff or vice versa. I think anything that the Pelicans may get at this point will be less because the Lakers hate or have Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, uh, Brandon Ingram, and more. Now, you saw what happened with Brandon Ingram now, as you mentioned before, with it being out for the rest of the season. Uh, some people may feel as though that's damaged, but then other teams start coming into the fold. As I reported at the NBA's trade deadline, right before the trade deadline, the Denver Nuggets contacted the New Orleans Pelicans about uh, Anthony Davis, and, and and you know offered uh, Michael Porter, uh, Gary Harris, and a few other and, and multiple first round draft picks. I can also tell you that the New York Knicks uh, contacted uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, and they offered everything but Kristaps Porzingis. This was, of course, before the Knicks shipped Kristaps Porzingis um, to
0: the Dallas Mavericks. Now, on Michael the Knicks, Roberts, I hate to interrupt, but, but on the Knicks, when you look at them now is the mm-hmm. Knicks' position on Anthony Davis, It's it looks like it's de- obviously dependent on two things. One, does Kevin Durant sign with the Knicks? Right. And then the second part would be, if they part with Anthony Davis, it, it, I mean, par, uh, try to make a move for Anthony Davis, that has to mean the Knicks either have the one or the two pick. Yeah,
2: I mean, you, you look at the Knicks as, as a team that, you know, people say they're tanking, but the Knicks definitely um, have intrigue and in, intrigue. In, uh, and, and Zion Williamson, you saw him last night go toe to toe and with Paco uh, Fall last night against UCS. But I mean, honestly, the first draft pick is attractive, um, and then you probably have to include some type of package that would include, you know, Kevin Knox or some other guys um, that that would benefit New Orleans. Uh, and, and say Kevin Durant does come to the Lakers, uh, you you can attract other guys to come because KD. And the thing about KD, if he were to come to the New York Knicks. I think I said Lakers the first time, so I'm going with the Knicks. If, you, if Kevin Durant does come to the Knicks, um, he would have an easier road to the NBA Finals than being in the Western Conference. That Western Conference is getting ready to be a big, huge, log jam, traffic jam, if you will. And um, him coming to the Eastern Conference would preserve his body sums and he'd have help. So, you know, those pieces could move rather quickly. That, that is a thought that Jalen Rose first proposed on television, and um, he may know something that I don't know.
0: Man, thank you so much for coming. I hate to uh, break up, but I got to go to a break. We're going to have you back another time because this is going to be a crazy off season in the NBA and any kind of information that the fans can get about the future of the Pelicans, they'd love to have. So I hope you'll come back with us.
2: You know, I love the 504, baby. I
0: love that. <laughs> Tell them how folks can uh, follow you on social media and your website and your podcast one more time.
2: First and foremost, make sure you all follow me on Twitter at Scoop B, That's S-C-O-O-P-Letter B. Follow me on Instagram, Scoop underscore B, Snapchat Scoop underscore B. Make sure to subscribe to the Scoop B Radio Podcast, which is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Tune and App or simply visit ScoopBradio.com. I appreciate you, brother.
0: Thank you. We'll be right back on Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher. I'm David Grubb filling in. 504-260-1280 is the number.
1: Scoop B Radio. Over time.